Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Event Industry News Podcast with me, James Dixon. And uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about storyboarding, specifically storyboarding for events, with a guest who has got a very, very detailed understanding and uh, a wealth of experience in this particular subject, as well as a wealth of experience within the events industry, which we will find about as we get to know him a little bit better. Our guest today joins us from the, Le- from the Netherlands and is Martijn Timmermans. Martijn, thank you for joining us today. Very welcome, and uh, I look forward to the podcast. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the first time Martijn's been on the, uh, on the podcast with us, a first-time guest, but um, I've been looking through the material and a bit of background on what we're going to be talking about today on the podcast, and it, it fascinates me. It certainly uh, opened up lots of questions for me personally straight away. Um, as I said at the top, Martijn, it's, it's event storyboarding, storyboarding for events. Perhaps, first of all, what we should do is maybe look at how this was uh, born as an idea and as a concept and why you thought you should develop this. Yeah, well, good question. Um, well, there's actually two things that you need to know about me. That's, uh, when I was at school, they told me I couldn't write and I couldn't <laughs> draw. Right? So, <laughs> so I thought I couldn't uh, initially, even though I loved it. Uh, and I, I left that uh, for, for many years. Um, and then uh, many years later, fast forward, uh, uh, I started first with, uh, with going back to writing with more expressive writing. So which could now be sort of like seen as, uh, you know, the magical uh, storytelling, mm-hmm. uh, working uh, with groups of people to express themselves and then also uh, in events uh, to, uh, to really engage with the, with the audience, uh, which turned out into something that's called the Red Line Project, which was a, uh, like, sort of like uh, a changing format in how you interact with people. Okay. Um, and, and basically the, the inception of the Red Line Project was done through storyboarding. Um, so uh, uh, the idea was that instead of me as designing events, uh, uh, doing an intake with the, with the client, the meeting owner, and going back with the team and then think about ideas, uh, I went actually straight into a, a meeting with the, uh, with the event owner and we started co-creating and collaborating and then using storyboarding as in, you know, think of different scenes in which, uh, uh, you know, a touch point in, like uh, an, in a certain event could happen. So visualize basically the whole journey uh, from, from a different uh, stakeholders point of view. Sure. Uh, and and, and, and the, the term storyboarding or a, a storyboard, yeah. um, I'm sure most of our podcast followers and, and listeners will be familiar or have heard the term at some point and will perhaps best associate it with, with things like movies, with, with television, with, with making sort of films of some description is that you would, you would storyboard the, 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 the script or the process to, to give you an idea of how you want each particular scene or shot to look. And um, that's exactly. what we're talking about here, isn't it? Yes. Well, it, it, you know, uh, like the term storyboarding is really sort of credited uh, to, to, uh, to Disney. Um, uh, and in, in the thing was uh, in the 1930s, uh, Walt Disney had an idea for like a big animation. And you must imagine, you know, for the younger listeners under us, uh, to create a storyboard in that or to create a movie in that time wasn't like uh, grab your, your cell phone. It was a very lengthy process, very costly. Um, and even even if it was a small animation, um, and for him to really get a buy-in, uh, get funding, and uh, also get people believe in the idea, um, yeah, we, it was only sort of like it's sort of like forced into the idea of of actually framing out, you know, sequences of his idea uh, by hand-drawn uh, pictures, and that, and then on a sequence in a timeline. Um, Sometimes added with words and, and you know what it what what it meant in that scene, mm-hmm. and that became like a storyboard. And the, and the fascinating thing was that um, 
whilst he was presenting it uh, at, at investors or at other team members, or other creatives, they, they immediately had a, an understanding. They could also participate. So say like, well, listen, you know, uh, this is great. And this, this timeline piece, you know, what you're trying to say here, but you know, why don't you move that over here? Because then, you know, you can uh, create a, a much diff more different effect. So the, so the storyline as such also became, uh, you know, through the interaction became much more powerful for the, uh, for, for the, uh, in the end, the audience. Uh, and that was actually starting point for Disney um, to to create uh, uh, like so generate storylines, story ideas really fast, uh, very cost effectively, and also uh, through uh, co-creation, -collabor co collaboration, get different ideas in. And so Disney uses it for movie, but they use it for much more than just movies. They use it to for for get, generating ideas for people uh, to to go into their entertainment parks for onboarding of their personnel. Yeah. Um, and of course, other movies use it as well. Uh, I mean, I've got a, a grand collection of, of famous movie uh, directors, you know, crediting storyboarding. But fast forward, um, uh, if you look at uh, Google, Airbnb, you know, these kind of companies that, that are more into the uh, digital experience, yeah. uh, right? So not necessarily movies, they use the storyboarding uh, as well for uh, creating and generating ideas fast uh, and visual. So. Yeah, uh, and it's interesting that this idea of taking then that concept that allows you to visualize, that allows you to map out, that allows you to maybe see things differently than they would be just in your head or written as text on a piece of paper and manipulate ideas. And when you spell it out like that, suddenly I suppose it becomes obvious that you may want to utilize this for events. Yes, I mean, I've got a background in different industries and I also believe that, you know, uh, like the 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 the, the, uh, uh, the the change for our industry or the ideas are not coming from the industry itself, but from somewhere else. Mm. Right? We need different input, different minds, because that's what innovation or, or change is all about. Otherwise, we would stay on the same road, do the same things. You know, we never question uh, what we're doing. And uh, and for sure, I mean, something like storyboarding has has been proven. Uh, very effective uh, across like many different industries where, they, where they're talking about uh, experiences, uh, whether it's, you know, live or whether it's, uh, it's digital. So it makes total sense to me to actually implement it for, uh, for events as well. Indeed. And again, going back to sort of some of the most obvious things that sprung to mind when I was looking at this, at this subject for today's podcast is that... Um, uh, events are planned meticulously it, with loads and loads of detail. You have, you know, uh, platforms, online digital platforms now that you can use to plan. You may still be using spreadsheets, but you will have lists, you will have folders, you have files, you have all sorts of things there. But yep. actually, I know very few events that can actually give you a visual representation of what the event will look like from beginning to end prior yeah. to the event happening. Those visuals tend to be generated by taking photographs at the event itself. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, you're saying a couple of things that, that, that intrigues me to sort of respond to as well. Uh, um, uh, what I noticed uh, when I started working in this industry, we're super good at planning, you know, logistics, uh, security, you know, budgeting. I mean, boom, you know, it's like top notch. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. But what I was missing is, is um, where I find the true value of events is if you relate it to, to uh, you know, the, the meet the clients or uh, uh, the event owner strategy. And I was missing very much the more the, the, the strategic uh, uh, sort of, um, uh, 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 lineup uh, uh, with the events. So, and in order to do that, you have to 
really update your skills as a planner. So you have to be able to talk on, mm -hmm. on that level and then basically translate that into an experience, an event. Uh, and because it gets so complex, then you will get, then storyboarding again is super powerful because you can, you will deal with more than just the planning side. And coming back to your, your, uh, uh, your thought of like, why don't we have some kind of like a visual blueprint of what's going to happen? Um, that's exactly what we, how we started out with. So, you know, uh, coming back to that one event where we had the, uh, all the different people and uh, different skills and backgrounds at the table, uh, they knew before they could see what was going to happen. So you also get a much better buy-in of, you know, for the client and their, whoever it's for, whoever are dealing with it. It's so much easier to communicate with. And uh, it's so much easier to show to, for example, like the technical directors who have got so much experience who can see and can tweak and change stuff and say like, oh, if you're going to do that, we're going to do that, you know? I mean, yeah. it's an overlook basically, yeah. And, and would, um, have, have you met with people when you've, when you've told them about what it is that you do and what it is that you can offer? Have you met with any event organizers who've said to you, well, the thing is my my event is just not big enough to justify doing something like that. Does it matter how big an event is in terms of whether or not they could be doing something like this? Uh, well, it depends what you mean with big, as in big in budget or as in, in, in big in visitors? As, 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 well, I suppose, yeah, big as in the scale of the event. Let's take, for example, you know, a small conference that might be taking place in a hotel, but they've got some, some sponsors, some exhibitors. They've got maybe 250, 300 delegates that are going to come for the conference and then compare that to a huge exhibition that might take place in a, in a large exhibition center with 500 exhibitors and 10,000 visitors, you know, the, in terms of the actual size and scale of those events, they're very, very different. And um, yeah. I'm perhaps thinking that the, the first example that I gave, you may have organizers who say, well, why would we need to do that? Why would we need to go to that? Because we know in our heads what it's going to look like. And we just trust us that it's going to look good. Yes. I mean, sure. sure. I, the thing is that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to convince event owners that they should do it. It's really meant for, uh, 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 companies or event owners or agencies who do understand that uh, events can be much more than just you know this moment in time and doing yeah. the, the thing you always did before, which you know which could also potentially result in uh, yeah, uh, in a bore out, you know, instead yeah. of a burnout, a bore out. So uh, <laughs> uh, depending, depending, of course. I mean, if if your clients are happy, you know, the attendees are super happy, uh, of course, then you can argue we're not doing it. But still, I think it goes even much deeper, is that what you do is you, uh, you create actually a process, you create a, a, a way of thinking mm. in which everybody gets involved and everybody can bring in their ideas. And, um, and then it doesn't really matter. I've got examples of, of very small conferences, you know, in terms of budget. Uh, mm. And then coming back to Disney again, it saves them time, it saves them money. You know, you could even, you know, besides creating a great experience, you could even save you money, for example, you know. I, I don't like that argument to, to, because I never look at money because we're talking about a creative process. Money, yes. money will follow. Uh, uh, but we have got examples that it, that it actually saves them money on the original budget. Absolutely. Uh, when, it, when it comes to actually creating the storyboards, is this something that you personally undertake or with a team of people, do you deliver them for your clients or do the clients have the ability to actually engage with you but then develop their own storyboards? Sure. Um, well, uh, I, I created... Um, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, uh, something that's called the event uh, storyboard uh, based on a canvas model, you know, the, like the, the, the business model sure. canvas was like a sort of iteration. Everybody was getting used to it. 
And uh, especially in the event industry, there was more uh, interest in, in using that kind of methodology. Um, and so I created that, it's, you know, totally for free. People can download it. People can, uh, there's also a manual there, how to do it yourself. But what I did, uh, what I did find is that uh, these kind of processes need to be facilitated. Right. People don't generally do something out, uh, that by themselves. Um, so I was consulting a lot. I was facilitating a lot. I was doing a lot of train the training because in the end, uh, for me, it, if, if, you know, I'm not happy if I'm the only one or like, you know, uh, that needs to be called in, you know, mm -hmm. then it has to, yeah. you know, it doesn't, I mean, I believe that people have creative powers and so that it, uh, I want to empower them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I needed to, this was really about uh, more facilitating and empowering people to do it. But um, yeah, and the, 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 what I noticed, and I know, I know that also from other processes, that storyboarding itself, so coming over the fear of, of, of actually expressing yourself in, in drawing, uh, uh, for that you need to, like a very good facilitator. Hmm. Um, and that not everybody is, is a good facilitator or likes facilitating. And I guess as well, when you're empowering people to, to, to do this themselves and giving them the, 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 the tools and the means to, to, to go and do this, um, you're giving them the ability to seize an opportunity or an idea as soon as it strikes them. They're not having to wait on, on anybody else, perhaps, because you never know when inspiration is going to strike you. And if you've got the means and the tools to be able to just quickly put that down as a visual concept, as soon as that idea comes in, you're, it's going to stay with you. It's going to be a stronger idea. Yes, that that's a plus. That uh, what's interesting as well is it's like if if you were I love the group dynamics, you know, mm. and and especially people who are, for example, introverts. Um, if you give them the enough space and time, uh, and you facilitate that, they're often like I mean, they look differently at the world, you know, they they think differently often than uh, people who are more outspoken, and it's really important to get their ideas out as well because you know uh, uh, we need to create an experience for, for many different people. Um, and uh, if the, you know, if everybody gets their ideas out, then you can start also building on those ideas, right? And then stories uh, come to life and, and uh, you can also, what's important, iterate on that. Yes. Um, that's, that's another important aspect that you, you know, you've got, you can generate very fast, uh, great ideas, but you also need to uh, uh, then uh, using the, 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 the film term, kill your darlings. Huh? <laughs> and and, and uh, going back to this idea that it's, um, it, it's a highly effective visualization technique, isn't it? Storyboarding. Yeah. Um, and many of us have been guilty working in the events industry of carrying ideas in our head and really just delivering what the idea in our head actually as the event is unfolding and as, as the build process is taking place. Um, what what are some of the success stories that you um, can reference from working with clients by storyboarding an event that where, where they may have never done that before and they've seen a really sort of big difference in how they've managed to um, to deliver what they actually thought they wanted to deliver? Yeah, sure. Um, well, what you're saying is totally right. Is that a lot of people, you know, been on the show floor, you know, have thought about ideas before, uh, but didn't get a buy-in from the client, for example, or you know, you're actually at the event and think like, oh my God, you know, if we would have done that idea that I had in the beginning, it would have been magnificent. Mm -hmm. Why didn't the client do it? Uh, you know, we've all had that. Um, and uh, I think that's such a, it's such a waste to, 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 and, but it's difficult to convince your client. So 
Um, that's why I, I like to use the co-creation process in getting the client at the table as well uh, and let them think about the ideas themselves. And then us as event professionals can facilitate it or, or bring in ideas as well. But ultimately, you know, for me, the ultimate success is, is if the client really is going to start to own the event themselves and going to start to believe in it. And um, in order to do that, they need to feel trust and need to be, you know, share their own ideas. Uh, and then it becomes something that can evolve because this is like a start of a process. You know, the idea is not to do it one time, but mm. my hope is that people, you know, start doing it as in, a, 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 you know, like Disney, for example, did it, you know, yeah. see it as a much broader uh, way of working. Um, so I've got, you know, plenty of ideas of, of uh, uh, one of the first clients was, was a bank, you know, they did the same conference every year for their stakeholders. Um, and uh, we, we asked them, you know, not just a marketing manager, but get an intern, get, get maybe a client on board and help them think. And so we created a total different concept. We would have never been able to buy or to, to sell if we would have said from the brief, okay, let's go and we come back with an idea. I don't believe yeah. we would have ever been able to sell that. Um, and then last year we won uh, the award for best, uh, uh, best conference, um, uh, uh, with like, a, you know, if you think about education, it was, a, it was a conference in the educational, uh, industry, which okay. is very difficult uh, to actually change, you know, to new ideas. And, uh, yeah, that was magnificent uh, to get them to believe in things as well. And what I was reading about the, um, the, 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 the toolkit, the storyboarding toolkit yeah. that you, that you have available. And, um, and one of the things that it says there is, is by utilizing the toolkit, um, users have got a clear three stage framework for storyboarding. Right. Um, and, and I suppose having that, and maybe I'm just assuming things here, but having a clear stage process, so three stages, yeah. is, is going to help when people have never undertaken a project like this before. Because there will also be the people who are saying, well, okay, now I know, uh, I understand why this is a good idea, but I don't know where to start. So tell right. us a little bit about that three stage process. Yes, I mean, I mean it's good. I mean, yeah, this is a little bit of fast forward, uh, uh, which, 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 like the step you're taking, if you, if you don't mind. No, so no, what, it's, it's good. I love, I love going into this. <laughs> um, uh, the, the thing is, what I came across is doing this facilitation and using like the, the Canvas uh, method methodology. Yeah. Um, I had to facilitate much more and I saw that people find it difficult. I mean, not at my sessions, but uh, people find it difficult to sort of like keep uh, uh, using storyboarding as a methodology because, you know, you have to go through a certain sort of like fear by expressing yourself. So... I, uh, uh, I started working with somebody who's from Enterprise Innovation. He saw exactly the same and he said, well, what we need to do is we need to create what we call a storyboarding toolkit, basically where you need hardly any facilitation so they would not need me anymore and they can, you know, we create ready-made scenes for them to, uh, 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 to get inspired. So sure. um, the framework that you, you know, that comes with uh, like this, 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 this toolkit um, is really about, you know, any event should have a goal, an objective, you know, a purpose. That again, what I said at the beginning, it should be aligned to a certain strategy, right? Yes. Whatever, your profit, non-profit association, a brand. Um, it's really important. So if you know then what you want to achieve that's in line with the strategy, then you're actually gonna, you know, after you set, set your goal, basically, you, what we say, we set your scenario. So you use the, the film terminology. And a scenario basically consists of finding out who are the stakeholders, you know, using empathy mapping or persona uh, uh, 
persona mapping yeah. where you're you going to write down you know and 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 find out who are the main stakeholders and from there what you do is you use the scenes that we've created like ready-made scenes um to actually start designing a journey hmm. so these are and then after that you're gonna what we say test and improve you're gonna look back at the journey and the start iteration process starts you can test it also in your company to show you know uh, uh, with your team what you worked on is this okay what do you think you know coming back to disney again show to your stakeholders internally or to your clients and then they can easily pick you know parts and say well tell me a bit more about that you know so yeah that's uh, uh, uh yeah I can, I can show you if you want I, I can show you briefly it's, it's actually you know it's all wrapped in a small box what i call i'll you know, called a pizza box. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I know that there's people that are listening maybe to a podcast, uh, but yeah. Uh, well, we, we, we should say, if, you, if you're listening to this, hop over to eventindustrynews.com and you can watch the video of this podcast because what what uh, what Martin is showing us at the moment is, is, as he says, it's a small rectangular box and it is the storyboarding toolkit. Exactly. And then, it, you know, there's like this, this little manual in there, you know, to get you going, but these are like, like, pre-designed personas that you can use um, what's really handy and this is something uh, that I didn't know from the beginning that would come for free is that it's actually very quite green because you can you can almost say goodbye to your post-its because it's you know it's basically it's 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 what I would say I'll show you on a different one but it's like using uh, 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 whiteboard markers you can write oh. on it so Right. Sure. So, and, and these, these kind of what we call ready-made scenes that, you know, this, the, we see them as specific and generic. So for example, this, you could really see as a rock concert, but when I'm working in, 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 in workshops, people would sometimes really see it as a rock concert, but you could also say like, well, okay, this, what I mean with this is that you get the feeling of being at a rock concert, the festival feeling, you know, like the big mm -hmm. stage, the main headline. So you could do that as well. At the same time, if people think like, okay, well, you know, I need to get my own ideas out. I love drawing. Then you just turn it around and you start drawing, right? So it's still mm -hmm. best of both worlds. Uh, and what I've seen already is that people who are really afraid to, you know, making their first sort of drawing, um, <laughs> if started here and then they realize, oh dear, it doesn't work or, or I need something else. And then they start drawing, you know, on it. Um, and the handy thing is, is just doing a little demo, how handy it is, you know, you can just wipe it off again and reuse it it's fantastic you know i'm super happy about it because i was using so many post-its before yeah uh, and of course everybody you know every event organizer that i've come across has got their 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 toolkit for want of a better word their box of things that they always bring with them to an event and it, that could be a a laptop bag with loads of different things in there that they always have ready you know just in case it's their go-to bag or the go-to box of things that when they go off to their event that's what they always take with them and they know that they've got all of the things that they may need or or may you know have to i know that break yeah, out yeah, yeah. at some point um and of course Throwing something like this in is great because you, you, it's even though the storyboarding, as you said, can be done well in advance and help you to plan events. There's no reason why you can't do it when you're live at an event during the build process. You might want to just take a little bit of time out to think, right, how are we going to shape this particular element? Why don't we just have half an hour to, to map out some ideas? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, um, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, you know that in advance already that you don't need to do it, but even so you can. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, it, you're giving me an idea. I've never thought of, 
you know that uh, 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 but but yeah if there's a need of course because it you know the thing is what I noticed is uh, by you by doing it purely drawing itself it takes mm -hmm. a lot longer it's super powerful but it takes a lot longer and I know people have less and less time you know they want to have quick results and uh, so uh, yeah, that, you know, especially if you're talking about live event, you need to do something quickly. For sure, you can. Yeah, that's. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for the idea. <laughs> no, uh, listen, uh, no problem at all. That, that's the, that's one of the best things about the podcast is that uh, occasionally I stumble across stuff that actually makes sense. And for those that listen, <laughs> for those that listen regularly, you know, the, 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 they'll know that it's it, it's it's an infrequent occurrence, but occasionally something comes out like that. Yeah, I mean, just just to iterate on what you're saying. Um, what's also I've also run like workshops at events and what you see nowadays more and more is like when you have these labs, you know, yeah. that they're working on, on, on a solution, that kind of stuff during mm. the event. Um, and it works for that very well too. I don't know if you're familiar with, with like design thinking or design sprints, you know, that's where, okay. So the storyboarding is an essential part within design sprints as well as right. thinking process. And again, uh, I know that, that people find it difficult. It, it's one of the hardest parts, but, but very important because that's when we get a lot of creativity out. Mm -hmm. So it's also like what I call a hack on that process. And um, yeah, that's, uh, uh, and, and you know, I don't, the, the, easiest, the, the great thing is you don't need, uh, you don't necessarily need a facilitator anymore to, to help uh, teams get going. Fabulous. We've been talking on today's podcast to Martin Timmermans. Um, Martin is, is, is talking to us about uh, event storyboard and uh, various different elements and how this has sprung up the storyboarding toolkit that, we, that we've looked at. And this idea that um, by taking the philosophy and the practice of storyboarding from what was born out of a motion picture industry, I guess, um, and, and utilizing it for your own events, you allow, you will inspire more creativity. You will maybe be able to get some of those ideas out of your head that have been floating around in there that you can now share with the rest of the team and allow them to then have them, their input as to what you see the event should or could look like. Um, and I suppose it opens up the beauty about something like this, Martin, is that it really does open up loads and loads of different conversation uh, streams, doesn't it? When a team of people collaborate to put together a visual representation yes i the the i, I must admit uh, we just relaunched this and i'm still discovering uh, uh total new conversations also uh how people what i just showed uh, you know i showed you before this this uh, uh, uh scene uh ready-made scene about sort of rock concert stage Sure. And um, so what you get is in terms of conversations, uh, if you work with four people and each one of them starts sort of like creating a potential storyline, a potential experience uh, uh, through the eyes of, of one of the uh, attendees or maybe a sponsor. The interesting thing is by using ready-made scenes, uh, people start to sort of like creating uh, fantastic and almost poetic, but some people are, are really like to the point more sales stories that built on each other and, and forced it into one big story. And I really love that. It gets out, you know, besides the visual uh, creativity, also uh, the verbal creativity. And if, um, just to bring things to, 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 a, to a, a, a close today, I'm really keen that people can maybe find out a little bit more about this directly themselves. Um, I know that storyboard.events is, is one of your websites, but how can people find out more about the, the storyboarding kit or get in contact with you? 
Yeah, at storyboarding.events, you can still go and get your uh, free uh, canvas, which is absolutely a great, uh, a great uh, tool, uh, including all the, uh, 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 the instructions. The storyboardingtoolkit.com. Uh, um, it's part of it's 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 part of uh, what we say playbook toolkit, and it's fascinating. I mean, it's like a group of people who designed you know many many more uh, tools and applications actually for innovation. Uh, so uh, yeah, go either to playbooktoolkit.com or storyboardingtoolkit.com. And uh, just for the UK listeners, I'm I'm actually going to the meeting show. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, yeah. If I don't know if you've got many UK listeners, but uh, I guess uh, all over the world. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, they can see me live. There's a live demo uh, you can participate in as well uh, later on uh, in 2019. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. So yeah, any of our UK followers, um, and if, you, if you're going to the meeting show later on this year, um, be sure to look out for, for, for Martin's uh, session there and uh, have a look at how perhaps you can meet up and uh, ask any yep. questions that you may have as a result of today's podcast. It's been great speaking to you, Martin. Thank you very much for sure. joining us. Thanks very much. Um, as I mentioned earlier on, if you are listening to today's version of the podcast via one of your audio streams, um, head over to eventindustrynews.com. Uh, Martin showed a, a couple of uh, uh, things on the screen here on the video, so you can have a little look on the video. And of course, check out the videos from all of the other podcasts that we've done on event industry news and while you're there features up-to-date information the supplier directory is all on there for you if you are watching the video and have been throughout today's podcast go over to your favorite podcast download platform uh, regardless of what device you'll use i'm sure you'll find a podcast platform that you can use to download all of the audio versions of the podcast and listen to some of the stuff that we've spoken about over the last few years and it is now up to a few years i think it's about five years now that we've been doing this podcast it seems to have flown by but plenty more to come thanks once again to our guest martin timmermans and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the event industry news podcast bye-bye